Atonement for Me, Episode 69, Sexuality. Hey, Magical Misfits, it's Caden Ivy, and welcome back to Atonement for Me, Episode 69. So because we're talking about sexuality, I am giving you fair warning to turn this off right now if you are my mother or any other relative who doesn't want to know particulars about myself and my life. So I'm giving you the countdown of three, two, one. Okay, so now that you have been warned, anything I say beyond this point is your choice to listen to. So, sexuality. I have mentioned before that I've been extremely privileged in the fact that I've never officially had to come out with my sexuality. Ever since I was a kid, I have been attracted to both men and women and never really understood that that was particularly different until, I guess, growing out of my teens and into, into my 20s. Because in society, I, what we were shown was the hetero-normal couple. And you just kind of went along with that. And to me, in my mind, that it was okay if I liked women because I just happened to be attracted to women and then I would be in a normal relationship. Life doesn't always happen that way. And I happen to have fallen into a side relationship where we are both... Um, heterosexual presenting doesn't mean I don't appreciate the other side of my sexuality and what I like and appreciate. I still, it doesn't make me less of me just to choose one particular avenue. It's kind of just like you've had the options and you've decided what you like and that's what you're going to stick with. It doesn't mean that the other options were bad or that they didn't have some merit for you. It just means that the way that you choose to continue is this particular path. And I didn't really kind of explore sexually what I was comfortable with until my later 20s and 30s because I was so used to having people tell me what what was expected of me. And I didn't know any different to question. So you just kind of go along with people telling you that this is the way something should be, and if you don't like it, that's weird. I've already resigned myself to understanding that I happen to be weird, so things didn't always register as, oh, you can have your own likes. You can have your own dislikes. It's okay. And it's okay to let somebody else know that, especially in a sexual relationship or 
any kind of sexual kind of encounter. But my understanding of consent was only really formed again later in my 20s and early 30s. So looking back on a lot of my earlier sexual experiences, I look at them and go, oh, yeah, I, that, that, that really wasn't a situation that I wanted to be in. But because people told you that this is something that you were supposed to, to be partaking in or you're supposed to like or you're supposed to do, you think, oh, okay, well, then I guess it's kind of just me or this is the part that kind of sucks or... I'm just going to block this out because that's what it is to be a woman. Having experience and be able to look back and review on those experiences and that mindset is very, very difficult. It is not always easy to say to yourself in that situation that you were abused or you were assaulted. Nobody wants to face that and nobody really wants to go and examine the logistics and the intricacies of how you got there. But I find that the more I unpack the trauma that I have alongside my understanding of sex and sexuality, the more I am able to know and understand things about myself. And having to shut off a part of myself and tell myself, no, that's wrong, or that's, you need to ignore that. It shut off a part of me and that stunted my personal growth because that was a part that I wasn't able to look at and explore and educate myself further and learn further. And I wasn't able to grow because I just boxed myself into, well, this is the way it goes. Learning what I did and didn't like in sexual encounters in other people really made me examine who I actually am and what I am willing to accept and put up with from other people. And that's just the tea.